The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a householder who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right I will give you. So they went, going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the householder, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal with us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do so? Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first, and the first last. The Gospel of the Lord. As we work our way through, particularly this part of Matthew's Gospel, chapter 19 and chapter 20, we have these various parables on the kingdom. And so in chapter 19, we saw that the kingdom is for, first and foremost, the childlike. It is for the little children. To such as these belongs the kingdom. We also see, as we looked yesterday at the end of Matthew's Gospel, um, that it is a kingdom that permits of no other treasures but its own. And so the accumulation of earthly treasures can become a hindrance to entering the kingdom of heaven. And so it requires an interior change in our dispositions and in our desires, that our desires change from earthly goods and earthly riches, and that we begin to desire heavenly riches. We see at the end of the parable, the passage that we read yesterday, also the fact that of these treasures, Christ himself is the greatest, and that our heart must be purified so that our ultimate desire is not the gifts of the kingdom of heaven, but God himself, the giver, that we desire and love him more than anything else besides. And so when St. Peter turns and says to the Lord, we have left everything, what will we have? He seems to be missing the most essential point, which is that they have Christ. They have him himself. 
the greatest treasure, the greatest desire of the human heart. Now what we see when we look at the parable for today, the Lord is not speaking about the treasures of the kingdom or the type of soul that inherits it, which is the childlike. He speaks specifically today about labor for the kingdom, working for the sake of the kingdom. And what we see here is also a change in interior motivations is required. The parable begins, or as we begin our theme for today's readings, which begins in the prophet Ezekiel, the Lord is rebuking the shepherds who work for their own satisfaction in order to gain for themselves, instead of feeding the sheep in love. The Lord loves the sheep, and he desires that the shepherds love the sheep as well, and that their motivation is not self-gain, but love the fundamental motivation of all of God's actions, which is love because he is love. And so then we take that lens into the gospel for today and we see that operative. The kingdom of heaven is like a householder who went out early in the morning, early in the morning. He begins work first. Before anyone else that we see in the gospel, any of the laborers that come at the different hours of the day, the householder is the one who is working before any of them. He is the one who is most eager for this labor. He is the one who is in love with this vineyard. This vineyard described in the prophet Isaiah, I think it's chapter 5, the house of Israel, this beloved vineyard of God. And he works in love and he works tirelessly in love. Even those who complain at the end of today's scene, where they say, we have endured the whole scorching heat of the day, they have not endured more than him. He is the one who has gone out at every hour to find more and more laborers to come and share in his work of love. And that should be its own reward. Despite the denarius, despite all of the other things, there is a joy that we must take in doing the works of God. An increase in sanctity in us means that like what we see yesterday is that we desire the giver more than the gifts. An increase in holiness in us is also marked by the fact that we love to love what God loves, that we love to do the work that God loves to do. When we begin to love in this way, we are truly being transformed and being made more and more like God. And that is its own reward. That is its own payment, despite anything else that we might receive from God. And he gives us this beautiful example, this one who gets up early. He shows us how and the ways in which his zeal and his love gets up early. It immediately begins to work. It doesn't delay in the labor of love. Love does not delay. Love is also, as we see from this parable, tireless. It exhausts itself. It goes from early in the morning. He is also the last to leave. After everything has wrapped up and everyone has been paid, this householder is the one who still remains in his love for his vineyard. And so when he calls us and hires us as laborers in his vineyard, he is calling us not simply to do the work, but to be transformed, 
because he loves us as well. The great mystery is that the laborers in the vineyard are also part of the vineyard. Inasmuch as we work for God, we are also the ones for whom he works, the ones whom he loves. And so he invites us into this type of work, a work that is motivated and prompted and continued by love alone. And that working in this love, we are transformed and made like him, the one whose love rises early, the one whose love is the last to leave, the one whose love works zealously throughout the day at every hour, and at every hour he is finding laborers. Lastly, I think that's also the way in which we encounter this great lover of souls, Christ himself. At every hour of the day, he is here present for adoration. When we come and we sit before him, in a certain sense, we begin entering into that work of love that he is doing from the Blessed Sacrament here. When we come to him in adoration, we share in this great work of love. And at the different hours of the day, he finds different laborers coming to him in this work. This work of adoration is a beautiful fulfillment of the gospel that we read today. And in that work of adoration, it contains its own reward, which is that the desire of every human heart is here, that the desire of every human heart finds rest in the presence of the God who is love. Amen.